0: Welcome, bike. It's Q and Assault. How are we doing? Oh, people are people are in here yapping already. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, my man Adam, South Harmon. The shitheads over here. He's gonna be helping me out with uh Q and Assault for this week. As always, if you are not a big dog member, you can join BDGE.co. We got the Q and Assault every Saturday. We've got our waiver wire rankings our weekly rankings all that good stuff you got the discord channel in there we're here just hanging out on a beautiful beautiful but fucking freezing saturday out here in new york cold gray and beautiful that's how we like new york baby you know that's how that's how it is out here how are we how are we what's going on mikey baby mikey baby good? Uh, as always we start this with a little weather update who would i be if not If not your weather, man, your weekly weather, man. So the only three games with weather concerns this week, we got the Jets at Buffalo. I think we're likely dry or at least dry. 10 to 15 mile per hour winds, stronger gusts. You got Minnesota at Denver. You got Philly at KC, a bit showery on and off, whatever, whatever, whatever. Doesn't seem like anything too, uh, anything too strong. Now these are all those. Those
1: those all look very light work. If this is the worst of the weather we get this week, we're in we're in good hands. There
0: haven't been a lot of orange or red uh, warnings over here for the year yet. We are we are getting close to Thanksgiving in December, um, so I'm assuming it's going to get bad. It's going to start getting ugly. Yeah, I mean you 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 from Cleveland, you know all about that.
1: Yeah, we we kind of forget until like week like. 13 14 that it gets real ugly late
0: yeah i mean you gotta that's one thing that i've really tried to stay on top of a little bit more as i've progressed in this industry like you got a lot of uh people who do fantasy analysis based off of just their like opinions on things Mm -hmm. but there's an edge to be had when you closely follow things that do actually affect players like staying on top of medical things injuries weather is a big concern on a week-to-week basis like when you can actually give yourself edges based on fucking science and math as opposed to being like I like this guy I like this guy based on this tiny sample size I think those things kind of go a long
1: way big time I, I think the weather thing especially if you can I mean there's some things you can't avoid but if you know like shoot I'm from Cleveland you're from New York you you know I saw the game last year where Amari's dropping a touchdown that he normally wouldn't because it's absolutely freezing out there like yeah. you, if you can avoid those situations when possible it, why not have that edge?
0: You think like Dave Montgomery not gonna get 40 carries a game in December?
1: Every one of them. Jameer Gibbs. Is he ready for that cold weather? Hell no. <laughs> it don't get cold in Bama, does it? Don't, it, I, don't I don't know. Think, it don't kind it of weather they it get don't get cold like that, man. Yeah. There's no way.
0: Girl, what up, Ali? All right, let's get into some questions. Alex, first one of the week. PPR. We got Amari. We got Kareem. We got JSN or do they roll the jut? <laughs> Do I roll the dice on J.J. this week and leave the spot open? I don't think he's going to play this week, though. So J.J. is still questionable to return. He plays Sunday Night Football, which gets a little bit difficult. They're probably going to roll him up as like a game-time decision, and we probably won't know until later in the day. We can keep a really close eye on reports. I think a lot of the times you'll get some sort of feel for um, – for a vibe on this one, as we're looking at the other players, we have JSN and the Seahawks. They will be playing against. Are they
1: one or four? Is my question. Seahawks are four. Okay, because that at least like you you might have a little extra time to see it on if you really wanted to wait on JJ.
0: That's I, fair.
1: I I feel like it's. I'm gonna err on the side of he's not gonna play.
0: I think that's the right way to look at it. I guess my <clears throat> other question would be like based on the first three, Amari, Kareem,
1: JSN. Yeah,
0: I would still rank Amari. I think top. I agree with. Dorian Thompson Robinson, those two are one o'clock games, Cleveland. So that gives you a little like if I were to rank these guys, I think I might put it Amari, maybe Amari JSN and then Kareem. Agreed. So depending on your wrist tolerance, I I would I would most likely roll with Amari unless we heard like positive vibe reports for JJ. In that case, put JSN into your lineup with still 4.
1: See if we got any more clarity there and then roll JJ later. Damn. Just stole the whole thunder, damn it. Look at that. That's exactly that's exactly what I would do. If if you don't feel good about the news you have at, let's say, 12, 1230, right? Uh, this is Eastern time. I'm just going to go ahead and play Amari Cooper. That, I'm just locking that in. He's the best play for me if you take JJ off the equation. If you feel good enough and you want to risk it, you have a window where I feel, I feel okay. JSN to Amari, I'd rather have Amari, but... If you want to take the upside swing on JJ, you feel good enough about the news, I'm playing JSN. I think Kareem, I can leave out of here. They're, you're splitting work, yeah. and these games with Pittsburgh typically are kind of like muck fest. You're on Super low touchdown.
0: Over and it's like fucking 33 or something right now. Exactly. You're uh, banking
1: on a touchdown. If he doesn't score a touchdown, it's a, it's a, it's not really a play.
0: This is full PPR, too. So even even if he scores a touchdown, like there's
1: a good chance that Amari or JSN can top him without a touchdown. Exactly. Like Amari could have a mid-game and still end up as good or better than cream Hunt? yeah facts
0: mr alexander do i trade kyler for jerome ford and christian kirk if i already have dak uh i'm assuming this is a one quarterback league and if so i would for sure
1: let that rip yeah this is this is easy one way or the other if it's super flex hell nah if it's one quarterback a million times yeah i mean dak rest of the season i'm
0: i'm ranking dak over kyler straight up easily
1: Dak right now, since – I would say, put put it like this. If you go back back and look at the splits, the week before the bye, they kind of had their coming out party. And then since coming out of the bye, he has been unbelievable. They're peppering – like, they're just up there and passing. Tony Pollard, they're moving on from, like, the run game. Yeah. This is Dak's season the rest of the way, man. Dude, he's been a top three fantasy QB in four straight weeks. Yeah, in the, the, the week before the bye, then they had the bye, and then the last three weeks. He, he's on a heater. Wild. And Jerome Ford
0: it. and Christian Kirk, they're not dudes that, like – I'm overly excited about Kirk's been great. Ford's getting a shit ton of work, but those are top twenty options.
1: Like you can put them in your lineup pretty
0: confidently every single week.
1: Yeah. Kirk, I mean, Ford has um the ability to rip long ones too, right? And yeah. Kirk is a Kirk is I think an underrated. He'll like forever be underrated right now, I feel so.
0: Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys.
1: Anna said what's What up, up Anna? Appreciate girl, it. Girl. Kenneth. FBPR,
0: start one of Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs. Chris, this is a diabolical-ass question.
1: Dude, all right. So, we make holograms for the Sunday recaps we do. And most teams have, like, four or five that are worthy. And Green Bay has about eight or nine because you just don't know who you want in the offense. And the offense sucks. This is the yes. pick one of the Packers. Um, who you got? It ain't Watson, by I'm going to take Dobbs. Okay. It's definitely a It's either Dobbs or Reed. Um, I really like the way Jaden Reed's been trending lately, man. He's really talented, so talented.
0: My only concern is that, like, I, I, I think he's he might be the best receiver right now for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, and I almost feel like Jordan Love and him have like a real connection. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm still concerned that he's not he's not playing full time. Like he's still like the three in terms of play time. But at some point, we also have to be like, okay. Christian Watson's the one in terms of play time, but it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Like Jaden Reed's getting the valuable targets, whereas Dobbs is kind of hit or miss depending on whether or not he scores a touchdown. I I still think I feel a little bit better with Dobbs, but I don't think I blame you
1: going either way with Reed or Dobbs. Watson for sure is not not the answer in my opinion. He's not either. the answer. Um, one of the things I got right this offseason, Watson ain't it. I, I'm going to play Reed, but I actually agree with what you said. I think Reed to me, the reason I'm going to play him is I, I like the valuable touches he's getting. His snap share isn't the highest in an offense that isn't that good. So if you told me when you're playing one of these guys, Kenneth, that you're looking for the possible highest upside, it probably actually is Dobbs. So I, I, I won't read, but I could see either way.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the last couple of weeks. Watson and Dobbs are both like pretty much exactly 80 percent in terms of the routes. Jaden Reed, 56% last week, 45% the week before that. So he's hovering around 50%.
1: And the reason is he's playing a lot of the slot stuff, and they end up – got to remember they drafted two tight ends. They run a lot of the heavier sets. so Yeah, and um, you know they want,
0: they want to run their – at this point they're trying to hide love a little bit, and they're running their offense through now healthy Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, I agree. Ali uh, uh, Pacheco need to start one more running back. Thorell Henderson, Alexander Madison, if he plays, Cole Herbert or Jarek McKinnon and Hedge Pacheco play to be safe. Okay,
1: interesting question. So, current
0: player? No, I don't think he's going to be back till week 12.
1: Okay. If that's the case, then uh, I-, I get it. All right. Yeah, so
0: I think if we go individual breakdowns here. We have Thorell and Royce Freeman split in work. Freeman... They're going back and forth. It was like after the first week, it was
1: like Darrell looks better. After the second week, Royce Stream looks better. So it's
0: it, really difficult to get a feel for that. Alexander Madison, um, I feel like 95% chance he's not playing. I was going
1: to say that I, I, the concussion protocol is one that's really tricky to get out of, man, At this late.
0: Yeah. Uh, more often than not, they don't. Clue Herbert's finally looking like he's going to come back. I still think, like, Deontay Foreman has clearly carved out, like, a pretty significant role in that backfield. Detroit run defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarek McKinnon is a really, really risky play there. because you, you don't know if he's going to get, you know, two touchdowns or if he's going to
1: get two touches. Right. I mean, McKinnon to me in lineup is is really, one of the hardest to pick. Mm-hmm. Like I, I play a lot of best ball. I love him there because I don't care. But I don't want to play him personally out of this group because it's so hard to peg when that's going to be.
0: You like Henderson
1: or Herbert more? So I'll tell you, I, I'm going to probably pick Herbert here. Um, right. the the Seahawks and Rams games historically have been these like low scoring um, kind of grind fest. I think that Khalil Herbert, the one thing that's interesting to me, I agree with you about the foreman, but the fact that Roshan really never has taken a leap forward, I think that Herbert's going to come back and get a decent amount of touchdowns. In my eyes, Roshan's a non-factor
0: at exactly. fantasy right now, exactly. for sure. My, my I guess my concern is like, Chuck, I was playing Detroit, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm almost positive. Yeah, I'm
0: looking at the matchups on the thirty third team right now in terms of just fantasy points allowed to the positions. Seahawks are sixth in terms of the most points allowed to uh, running to running backs where on the flip side Detroit is the twenty eighth. So it's like Detroit's not letting up points. And typically like that that comes from being a good run defense, right? And like Correct. Phil Herbert's a guy who's gonna get his points from Getting it done on the ground. On the ground, yes. Yeah. So it's like who do you think has a better chance of scoring a touchdown? Darrell Henderson, Khalil Herbert. Uh dude, I, th- I think I think I might lean Henderson
1: here. I feel I, I feel confident he's gonna get 50% of the work. I, I I would honestly I could say it's a coin flip. You made some pretty good cases. I think that I honestly, the the thing about the Bears is that Pageant hasn't played as bad or the offense hasn't been as gross as I thought that it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, the matchup is Detroit, though. I could, I could, I could get getting behind Henderson. Something about my gut just says Herbert, but uh, okay. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like this Rams offense with with Stafford coming back, he may not actually get as much work, even though he'll be out there fifty percent of the time.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I, I could also see Drew Henderson going like twelve for thirty four, not catching a fucking pass or anything like that. Yep. Pick two. Pick two, full PPR. We got Rashi Rice versus the Eagles. We got DeAndre Hopkins, and we've got Ty Chandler, who's looking to be the uh, the main beneficiary of Alexander Madison.
1: It's amazing, man. They, they trade for Cam Akers, and uh, he's done. Addis- Madison's out. Ty Chandler's going to have the backfield to himself this weekend.
0: Yeah, do we um, – any concern with, like – this is something I've been kind of harping on. I feel like it's going to stab me in the back now that I finally felt like I learned the lesson on it. All right. But how often do we, like – starting running back goes down and we're just like, oh, this guy's going to get the work, you know, whether it's like the Josh Kelly or any of those guys. And then they do horribly. And then we're like, ah, there's a reason they were, they were a backup. Yeah. And my mind keeps going to like, okay, there's a reason Ty Chandler was a backup. And then they went out and traded for Akers to throw them right in front of Ty Chandler. Like there's a reason backups are backups and third string guys are third string guys. So I, on paper, it's awesome. But like Minnesota, I feel like has told us pretty explicitly through their moves that like, they don't really trust Ty Chandler i agree does that mean kenny nwangu is going to get more work probably not like i think ty is explosive and he can make big plays but there's something about the situation that makes me a little bit you know a little bit I totally agree. I,
1: I think the reality is for both uh ty chandler and nwangu they're the team has told you that they like their special teams ability they like them as football players but they don't believe in them as anywhere near full-time guys yeah so this is a suboptimal thing for the vikings sometimes in fantasy though this can be relevant i, I would say that it it would not surprise me if Ty Chandler does not do um, a lot this week.
0: Yeah, Broncos low-key been a nice defense, too, over the last month. Um, that being said, though, like, Rashi Rice, I think, is for sure in my lineup. Coming off the bye week for Andy Reid and the Chiefs, I think this is, like, possibly his, you know, coming out party a little bit. I agree. Um, but now the question is, like, do you like a possible workhorse Ty Chandler
1: or do you like DeAndre Hopkins against the Jaguars I'm play- on the road? I'm playing Nuke and I'm playing Rice here. Full PPR is the reason I'm going to end yep. up doing that. If you told me it's half or something, I'll, pu- I'll put Ty Chandler in ahead of one of them.
0: I'm, I'm with you. I'm I, playing I'm, the receivers. I'm going to play with the the receivers as well. Yep. Rashi Rice drill. so I think we could both probably lean Rashi Rice there. I agree.
1: Oh, wait, half PPR. Oh, I still think I'm going to go Rice, but, man, half PPR does make it closer. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going Rice. R- I, Rice
0: I is like a – I mean, he's been a great zone weapon for them, too. He's scoring touchdowns.
1: Rice is starting to – really pick up each week i right. feel like his team has been getting this better. is this is like that that such this is like uh like textbook
0: post by rookie bump yep a guy who's been getting more and more and more involved have the buy a fucking wicked brain like andy reed you know i guess he rice jumping up to 75
1: 80 percent everyone's like he's the guy now yep this could be the week where he becomes unattainable i agree <laughs> yeah That andy reed's gonna have at least a couple plays cooked up for him facts PPR,
0: start two. We got Pickens, James Cook, McBride, Warren, Jaden Reed. A lot of good options. Um Is there any, if it, is there any tight end premium here? No, it just looks like full PPR. Full okay. Honestly, despite there being a lot of names, I I think I narrowed this down
1: quickly. I'm going uh I'm going Trey, Trey and Jalen Warren. Man. This is uh, so I'm playing Warren. Yeah. Um McBride and Jaden Reed become close and non tight end premium for me. Really, I was. My mom went to James Cook. If I wasn't going with McBride, I James Cook has been kind of so up and down. Like I know his upside is is obviously sure. real. I think I'm gonna. Th- I think I'm gonna go with you there. Um, the only thing about McBride when it's not tight and premium, I love how he's been playing. Like, would anyone be surprised to see him go for f- like four and fifty? And no, but like, I almost feel like if you're starting Jaden Reed, you're like you're hoping for that too.
0: I mean, you're not hoping for that. Like you're hoping for like a five for seventy and maybe a touchdown. But I, I kind of feel like the likelihood of a good game happening. McBride. I mean, what has he done besides been awesome since
1: getting the role? Agreed. Well, yeah. he's had he's had two two of his last three weeks have been phenomenal. Yeah. Um. I would say that. What I guess what I'm saying is I think that the floor for Jaden Reed is not as safe as McBride's, but I do think that Jaden Reed still carries a little bit more upside. I'm gonna take McBride here though, because I don't think it's significant.
0: I'm I'm, I'm rolling that way too, and they're playing the Texans, and the Texans allow the single most fantasy points to the tight end position.
1: Ooh, did not know that. that's a nice pull. Yeah, I also think the the way CJ Stroud's playing, you're almost always having to score points.
0: This, this could be a big point game, yeah. for sure. I'm uh I'm in on McBride and Warren there. Scary Gary, we got a fat fucking paragraph here. Half PPR, redraft, I'm extremely fat. Oh, wow, I didn't, that, I was gonna I say, didn't yeah, even read how does that. You not catch that? I'm extremely fat with three Lions players, St. Brown, Gibbs, and Laporta. Good problem to have. Would you trade Laporta and Jordan Addison for a different tight end wide receiver combo like Metcalf and Ingram or Devante, or Devonta Smith and Komet, or would you hold? Um, so Hold. Yeah, more often than not, I think I'm fine just like staying with the guys that I have. Uh, Addison does feel a little bit like a sell though because Justin Jefferson is about to
1: return. Oh, I I miss. I'm sorry. I just saw the Saint Brown. I thought he's talking about trading Saint Brown. And oh LaPorta. No, 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 Laporta okay. and Addison for okay.
0: McCaff and all right,
1: Ingram or Devonta Smith and commit. So Metcalf, the, 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 interestingly, the Seahawks have an unbelievable schedule for the receiver position down the stretch in the playoffs. Talk to me. However, Metcalf, I mean, he has been so mid this year, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it's hard to bet on him having the upside. Like, when I when I look at this, Devontae Smith is the one that makes it interesting because that offense seems to want to have three people with Devontae Smith has not been one of them when Goddard's healthy. But Goddard being out now, Smith has season
0: that the reports coming out today that he's not really going to be out long.
1: They said back like, sooner. They said okay. like three weeks max. Yeah, yeah. Him on the IR. I mean, I I, th- I think right now with uh, the way that Dobbs has come along and saved the probably fantasy outlook for Addison. If it was like Jaron Hall or somebody, I'd be a lot more worried. I think I'm probably still staying. I think it's a I, lot closer. I, I think I am too. I almost feel like that you have both
0: of the highest ceiling
1: guys. Agreed. In, in this trade. The other thing about this uh, scary Gary is like, uh, I I understand when you're concerned having three exposure to three Lions players. But that offense is extremely consolidated. So like um St. Brown, Gibbs, Monty, Laporta, and no one else cares about really any. And they're like a that team offense. that scores
0: fucking twenty eight points a game, too. Yep.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm fine having we I, I get that question all the time
0: in the summer. It's like can I draft two guys from the same team? I'm like, Yeah, if they're a good offense. Exactly. I, I would diversify if you're drafting like two Steelers players. Like, should I draft like Najee and Deontay Johnson on the turn of the four or five? I'm like, that's where I would say probably not, because we don't have full confidence that they're gonna be a great offense. But this team, I got no problem with it. Agreed. Right. Jamerstein. James Steen. James Stein. I have Zay Jones as a must start. Thoughts correct. He's a must start every week, it's even a, if he's out. It's an auto start, auto answer, auto everything. All right, we probably got to start cruising through these. Do it, Tindy. Hey, boss. I have Mark Andrews in my tight end. L. So I just traded Nico Collins, Singletary, Otten for Hawkinson. How do you feel about that? Um, super fine with that. Hawkinson's been a beast. Nico Collins is good, inconsistent. He's having trouble staying on the field. Singletary feels like he's a guy that you can feel confident for about one more week having in your lineup and, uh, and is just mm,
1: whatever. Yeah, in, in lineup, this is a no-brainer, man. Yeah. In a lineup league, like you're always going to feel great about pressing the button on Hawkinson. Every single one of those other guys, you're not going to feel good about pressing weekly.
0: Yeah, I think you've smashed that trade. Easy. Ali, have PPR. start one. Alexander Madison, Darrell Henderson, Khalil Herbert, or McKinnon. I think we answered this one. I think you might just been following back up. Again. So it,
1: we did, except for Madison wasn't in it, and he's not playing. So yeah. we're good. So
0: we went back to you uh, said. I said Herbert. I said Henderson. Said
1: yep. I think actually, I I think I
0: might lean towards Herbert. There you think about go. It a little bit more. That, man, let's <laughs> get it. You don't fuck me up, <laughs> Mikey Dookie baby. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, or C.J. Stroud in standard league this week. I have Lamb and Collins as wide receivers. Oh my god, uh, Dude,
1: it is. Dak and C.J. Stroud is probably one of the the hardest to decide. They're both on absolute heaters. Yeah, it's it's not Josh Allen. Uh, Dude, those guys are both on heaters. And you have this stack of both wide receivers. I'm going to probably – I'll probably say I don't have to play Collins. I'd I'd probably just lean into this Lamb and Dak stack. Um, I would do the same. I would go Dak and Lamb. Yep. God, sitting C.J. Stroud seems criminal.
0: Do I trade Kyler for Jerome Ford and Christian Kirk if I already have – Dag. am i going backwards i think they're just answering asking you, the they may have just asked you again yeah okay and a pick two full ppr six point per passing touchdown jacoby ridley will levis okay so you're asking for the super flex <laughs> spot um this is definitely in our nyc
1: league so is there okay so you're in the league yeah so is there heavy negatives for quarterback six passing touchdown and then i think negative three for interception
0: all right i still though like
1: I don't, I, the other options though man what do you what, what do you think what, what, what let me get your answer because you're in the league i'm gonna give you mine
0: levis is gonna go into my lineup uh jacoby does play against miami which is like a great fucking matchup for receivers that are struggling just because they're gonna have to score so many points and i do expect miami to whip the shit out of jacoby it's tough though because i feel like antonio pierce took over and then like his only game plan has been like only feed Devontae, only feed Josh Jacobs. Everybody else is completely secondary and tertiary in the offense, which scares me. Mm-hmm. Ridley against the like I don't know how many times we could play the same game with Ridley, but Titans pass D, not great. Like You you do have the correlation there. If Will Levis does good, Ridley does well maybe, like pass-pass kind of thing. I I think I play Le,
1: uh, Levis and Ridley. Okay. I'm, I'm playing uh, – I would just put it this way. Unless there's a like higher negatives than that, I'm going to always just err on the process side of playing a quarterback in Superflex. There's more upside. So I'm playing Levis. I am I I can't do the Ridley thing anymore, man. That's so, fair. I, I just can't. I, you're not actually wrong with any of your points on Myers. I was really bullish on him. His usage has gone down significantly. Yep. They're kind of getting him some gimmicky touchdowns, saving his weeks. But I can't do the red. Of the I day mean, anymore. he was fantastic. But look, with Aiden O'Connell, it just. It's not the same. There's no rhyme or reason. They're just forcing everything on
0: offense. And it works for those two guys, but like, it's not a smooth offense where you could feel
1: dependable. They on the 100%
0: feel like they're trying to keep 17 happy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels like right now they're just like a vibe team where it's like, let's just keep our guys happy. Let's have a good locker room and like, yeah. let's keep pushing forward kind of shit. Yep. Super flex. Four point for passing touchdown. Start two. Josh Dobbs, Kyler Murray, CJ Shroud. Oof.
1: That's tough. Is CJ's auto? It's between Murray and Dobbs for me. Yeah, Dobbs versus uh, the bright. I'm going to lean into this Murray. Uh, I'm going to lean into that game. Yeah, give yeah. me Murray and CJ. Let's go with the shootout there. They're one of the highest over unders on the week. Yep. Dak or Allen. I think
0: we're both on Dak Dax. there for show. Yep. Andrew happy PR, super flex. I am four and six. Basically, need to win out. My quarterbacks are Tua Fields and Purdy. My wide receivers are AJ Brown and dog shit Pickens, Watson, Demario, JSN. Should I trade Fields for Waddle and Hollywood? is half ppr you have tua and purdy as your qb one and two um did you trade fields for waddle and hollywood it is it is a shakeup that i'd be okay with i guess my other question would be like how many wide receivers can you start how many flex spots are you starting there because if at this point what i'm trying to do is pretty much make my team as well-rounded in the starting lineup as possible like i would depth agree matters a little bit less like you need to just win out and have
1: good lineups every game so i, I let me i'll answer the question this way First, if I'm going to trade away fields, which I'm okay with because you have Purdy and you have um, Tua still, I would also just make sure like how accessible are quarterbacks in this league through wire or trade if you got an injury to one of those guys. Because what you never want to have in Superflex is not start a quarterback mm-hmm. in the playoffs. If, if you can find a solution like a cheap quarterback three uh, emergency, the only thing is it's half PPR. So like uh, it's not yeah. that I wouldn't do this trade. It's just that can you trade away fields? For someone that maybe is a little more um, consistent and upside to win um, in those those spots, I'm okay with it. Uh, Waddle feels like a decent prize for. I mean, Hollywood
0: I think is also about to have like a nice stretch with Kyler. Kyler being back's huge for him.
1: Yeah, so I think those are two
0: good pieces where it's like you're not going to get you're not going to get what you want for Fields realistically. You know, like you can't really like how many players in a in a tier above Waddle can you really expect? You know,
1: no, you can't dip into that like I'm
0: on ride your brown tier for him. You're not
1: getting that high. No, The, the only the only thing is, um, and I agree. If this is the best you could get, I would take it. The only thing is, right now you have probably two or three teams that are just scrambling a QB because there's so many injuries.
0: No, it's super fair. I will say though, too, like Tua and Purdy have both had their buy, I believe, too. So, like, if you're, you're injury, okay. you know, doesn't happen, like you're you're okay
1: there. If you have you the risk tolerance QBs. to go for go for it with just 2 I'm with yeah. you. I don't. hate – It's a fair trade. Yeah. Put it that way for, for sure. sure.
0: Sir so Influence, say, half PPR, two flex. We got Sutton, Deontay Johnson, Henderson, and Warren. So for me, Warren's gonna get in there. Yeah. I'm just a fan of Warren. I think he's a fucking fantastic player. Uh Deontay scares me a little bit. The Broncos against the Vikings. I think I might lean Warren and Sutton here.
1: I'm actually Oh man. For the full PPR. It's um, half. It's half. Oh, it is half? Yeah. Oh, okay. It says half in front. You're right. All right, half PPR. I'm gonna go with you. If it was full, I was actually gonna uh, go with Sutton and Deontay. I'm gonna go with Sutton and Warren. here. Yeah, you know, I I agree. Deontay is like a full PPR. You know, he's kind
0: of like a must start, but he almost has zero chance of scoring a touchdown ever. Yep, and and he got one, so it might be a while. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's due to not have one forever. Yes. Uh, following up on that first trade, I'm reluctant to move Purdy only because Fields uh, has that buy still, right? If not, if not that trade, what wide receiver do you target? Now, I, I I think you did it correctly.
1: I mean, if you tell me the highest you can go up is Waddle, I, I take the offer for yeah. sure. Full PPR: Kincaid or Ingram? Love or Gino? I mean, it's it's Kincaid always. I think, dude, you can't. I don't think I'm. Uh, I was anti Kincaid when the snaps were not good, but right now you can't go away from He's Kincaid. Un-sittable. You yeah. can't. Uh, we have Jordan Love Gino. at home against the Chargers, and we have Gino
0: on the road against the Rams. I still think I lean Gino. Though. I do too. Yep. I don't trust Love at all. Better weapons, just yeah. Love is untrustable. Yep. Start one half PPR. Jerome Ford, Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson. I'm
1: gonna tell you right now, you can leave Dotson on the bench. Yeah, I, I'm going Jerome Ford here. I agree. I feel like without uh without Watson, they're gonna they're gonna lean heavily into Ford. And and uh, I'm also not yeah, I, I, Watson and um Christian Watson and Jahan Dotson. I'm not really feeling starting at all. Yeah,
0: they're not. They're not. They're not fun. Uh, Denver Jets or Chargers defense this week. So you have Denver Ooh. at home is two and a half point favorites against the Vikings. We have the Chargers also at home or no, they're on the road, they're in but Green three Bay, point right. favorites at Green Bay. And then you have the Jets playing at Buffalo on the road as seven point dogs. So one thing I will always say is like I'm not starting a fantasy defense that are underdogs like that are expected to lose their game. That team goes off the rip for me. So like the Jets would not be a starter for me. Uh, Broncos and Chargers are both favorites. I tend to lean with the team that is at home. I think that's like a tiebreaker for me. So I would I would lean Denver. And they're playing really well right now, too. Uh
1: so who's Denver got again? I'm trying to think of. Something the ahead. Vikings. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll take that. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want to play that Chargers, actually. Also, do I
0: trade Jordan Addison and Calvin Ridley for Puka? Ooh. Um
1: I think so. It, it, I'd say I'd say this. If you can um Get away with the consolidation. I don't really care about starting Ridley anymore. I just told you so. Yeah, with Stafford back, I I understand the up tier.
0: Yep, I'm with you. I'm I'm I would be okay with that too. I would go Puka, Ayuk or Rashi half PPR. Crazy that we even got to ask this. Um, Ayukin, I'm I'm definitely going Ayuk too. Tampa Bay's pass defense is not great. Mm-hmm. Full PPR one flex Deller Metcalf. whoo I think it's gonna be tank for me, man. I'm gonna uh
1: attach myself to CJ Stroud and not Geno Smith here. In yeah, in that game, also Noah Brown's out too. So Oh, is he?
0: I'm I'm pretty sure he's been he hasn't been practicing this week.
1: I saw that. I didn't know he was officially out. Dang that yeah, sucks. So tank and maybe a limited Nico that, Collins. Well, that then give me tank. Yeah,
0: it's like auto start there. Mikey Dookie's back. Pick two in standard. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Tony Pollard, James Conner. Okay. This is a good question. Uh, Kenneth Walker seemed to be back on track there. They get the Rams. I mean, it can't be Tony Pollard.
1: I was gonna say, is it crazy to just initially just rip Tony Pollard out of this question? No, nah, that's the, that's exactly my first thought. I think I'm going Brees Hall and uh, Kenneth Walker.
0: Ooh, uh, Connor looked good in his first game he back. Did.
1: But it, <sighs> he did. I'm not. I don't disagree, dude. I, I
0: Brees is kind of uh, Brees is making me wheezy, man. I don't know.
1: He's been very inconsistent, but. The thing about – here, here's the th- way I look at this. It's close for me. Which one, if they go off, can I stomach on my bench? Fair. If I put Brees on the bench and he rips off an 80-yard tutty, I'm going to be sick.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Brees and Walker. That was some logical-ass <laughs> you see shit right that? there. Yeah. Y'all see that? That's how the big dogs <laughs> do it, man. What up, fellas? Need to bring a off IR. Drop Komet or Christian Watson. Half PPR, 10-team. I have Kincaid. Oh. Drop – well <sighs> –
1: Here's the thing. I think they're both droppable. I I was just going to say. I I don't think it's that deep, I think, for either, to be honest. Where's God at? It ain't that deep. Yeah, Um, just not. Because I was going to say Watson's so easily droppable. Then you're like, how much are you going to feel confident starting to commit when you have Kincaid? I'd get rid of both of them. Clear up the roster spots.
0: I'm fine with either. Yeah, I'm fine with getting rid of either of them. Uh, I guess my only question would be like, is Watson your wide receiver six? If so, an easy choice. If he's like your wide receiver four, and the next fucking guy on the waiver wire is, I don't know, like Trenton Irwin, I'd probably hold on to Watson in that, in that scenario. But either way, I, I think you're going to be fine, and you're probably not going to use either of these guys heavily. Yep. Hello, sirs. 12-man half PPR. I trade Cup, Brian Robinson, and Ramondre for Waddle and Javante. My other wide receivers are Puka and Addison, and other running backs are Walker and JT. So you're getting rid of Cup, Brian Robinson, and Ramondre. That already off the rip just feels like too much. Um, Waddle, good player. Haven't seen a ceiling. Javante's getting a shit ton of work. I've, I feel like giving up Cup is just too much. Then throwing this other stuff on top, it feels like it's a no for me.
1: All right. So here, here's how I look at this in a um, in a league like this. I'm. Would you rather have Ramondre and B Rob or Javante? I actually. B Rob has been coming on, playing really well too, okay, though, so, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with getting rid of Ramondre in this scenario if you wanted to do that. Agreed. I I think that.
0: In that scenario, I might even lean Javante, but like Cup to,
1: that's the question now. Cup
0: to Waddle's not close for me.
1: Really? Okay. Is it close for you? I would say I definitely want Cup. It, the reason it's close is that even when Stafford's been back, look at Cups. Puka's been making Cup not as high ceiling. I still think he yeah. has that, but it hasn't been as stable as I thought it was going to be. I think
0: there's a little bit of bad luck. I think like Stafford injury. I, I think we're gonna see a stable. Cup-Stafford rest of season. I agree. So it's like the running back side of it is close enough to the point where like I feel good about Cup over Waddle to the point where I take the Cup side.
1: I Here's the other thing, too, Michael. I'd put it like this. The reason I definitely, as a more I think about it, agree with you is if I'm going to pick my upside play, given the players in here, I'd rather take the highest upside in receiver.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it crazy to start Goff over Hurts? A bit concerned about Hurts lingering knee injury.
1: Uh, I think you're overthinking it. I think he's going to be fine. I mean, he just had the bye week, too. Jalen Hurts, despite this lingering injury, is in warp, like, wins of replacement. One of the top, if not the top options in every league. He shows up in big games, too. And and, and even when he doesn't have the greatest stat day, this guy's almost capable of a ground or two touchdown every week. Facts. Yeah,
0: standard, starting Tyreek and Kelsey, need another wide receiver, and flex, DJ Moore, Kirk, Lockett, McBride. Holy, holy. So standard scoring, remember? Yep. So we are thinking about just yardage and touchdowns here for the most part. Uh, DJ Moore has been very good with Justin Fields. You can also pass the ball in the Detroit Lions defense. Christian Kirk, uh, I mean, he's just been good, you know, with with, uh, T-Law. All year, they play against the Titans. Lockett, Lockett's been questionable all week. No, is he? Is he going to play? I thought I saw he was
1: though. I mean, I'll I'll check. Okay, I thought I saw that he was. Let's see, Lockett. Lockett, low key, is
0: like a good standard. Appears truly questionable still. Mm -hmm. Okay, that might be a little bit of a tiebreaker for me. That changes things. Yeah, just because these other guys are so close in terms of like what they've been doing. Um, you have you have a lean here.
1: I, when I when you go to standard, um, it really makes this one tough. I think if I'm thinking of true upside, I probably will play Kirk and Moore um, over McBride just because now it's like just strictly a yards and touchdown thing.
0: Let's try to break it down a little bit. Let's okay. say you, th- go ahead. I would put all of these guys
1: at a coin flip for a
0: touchdown.
1: Would you say? Yeah, actually. Give, you, give or take like .03 maybe. Yeah, I, if you told me you, you think McBride has the best chance for a touchdown, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, yardage wise, I th- I would have said Lockett as the high one, but now if I take him off, I'll I say I'll say Moore and Kirk first.
0: I think they're all hovering between like fifty and sixty. If you looked at like their yardage prop in 50s. averages, yes, agree yeah, I think like they'd all. I know McBride's at McBride was at fifty five. You guys did that today, yeah. Moore can't be much higher than 50, 54, or something like that. Yep. Kirk and Lockett are probably I, I, Kirk and Lockett might be the highest ones actually. Yep. If agreed. I think about it, so. um I think those might be the two I lean in the middle. Kirk and McBride. No, Kirk and Lockett. Oh yeah, yeah, def- okay. I think well, at the end of the day, uh, unless uh, depending on the reports of Lockett, what injury, if Lockett's I out? I guess is the question. Yeah, if Lockett's out, then because
1: he plays at four, so you might not be able to wait. You might not want to wait. Facts.
0: Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Kirk. I think he's kind of earned that this year, to be honest. And then... Kirk's the one I'm
1: auto starting if Lockett's out too.
0: McBride's got the matchup. He's got the he's got the streak going right now.
1: Ooh. What are you thinking here? Dude, I'm I'm actually kind of so DJ Moore has been very uh kind of feeling very mid lately. Um the one thing is I, I think about he's had two games that have won you a week no matter what. And Those are a fields, like he's I know. good with fields. And that's where I'm like out of upside, I think I'll lean DJ Moore here. I think I'm gonna lean that way too. Because I they both have okay floors. Let's go Kirk and DJ. Yep. Standard six point passing no touchdown, Dobbs or T Law. I'm going Dobbs. This is so crazy. The, T-Law the, is on
0: pace for like seven, fucking 19, 18 touchdowns this year.
1: He's been mid and he showed twice like a really bad floor. Yeah. I'm playing Dobbs. Yeah, this I'm is playing, wild to I'm, think I'm this far in we're playing sure, Dobbs so yeah. on a second team ahead of T-Law. Yep.
0: Assuming I need to get Fields off of IR in place of Love at starting quarterback this week, but I have to drop someone, Madison, Spears, Dotson, or, a, or drop one of my three quarterbacks, Love, or Trevor, full PPR 10 team. Assuming
1: this is one quarterback, you can...
0: 10, ten right?
1: te- Yeah, and it's also 10 team. Even in Superflex and 10 team, you can drop a quarterback here. You can drop Love. I'm dropping Love.
0: But also, I mean, if this is if this is Superflex, I would drop Dotson before I dropped a third quarterback.
1: But if this dropping, is one quarterback, you easily drop Love or Trevor, honestly. Exactly That's what he said. Either Love and Love and one QB, Dotson and Superflex. Mm-hmm. Dotson anyway.
0: S. Pick 2 tiered PPR, so half running back full one point five. Yep. Kincaid, Logan, Pollard, Ferguson. Woo. Uh I mean Kincaid for sure is my one. Yep. Uh Pollard half versus Ferguson and Logan. Do I trust either of those guys? Fergie, Fergie's been Fergie's been like he's also been.
1: attached to that Dak offense. Oh man. Yep. They
0: play against the Panthers. The Panthers have been uh let's see, middle of the pack against actually they've been good against fantasy tight ends.
1: So one point five for the tight end. Um just to give a, give context, ten targets last, uh, two weeks ago, seven targets last week. Give me Ferguson.
0: I like that too. I think I was thinking Logan Thomas, but I'm like, eh, hey, we might be getting a little little bit too cute there.
1: I don't. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm not saying Logan Thomas is a bad option, but I, I'm gonna play Fergie. Yeah, I feel you.
0: Kate Otten or Donald Parham? Uh, I mean, full PPR. I don't like. Can Donald Parham ever be projected for more than one catch? No, Parham. These guys both have pretty bad floors. I think I'll take Otten here. They do. But, like, the likelihood of going, like, 5 for 50 is so much higher with Otten than Porham. So, I I would just lean this way. Agreed. What do you guys think about the Dolphins defensive? Let's see for next week. So, they have juicy matchups. Yeah, I actually, we we do, like, a slip game in our office where we pick the top fantasy defense of the week, and I I chose Miami. Yep. The game script's so good that they're just going to get a lot of really good opportunities. Mm Mm-hmm. With Burrow Dunn and dynasty superflex, I'm thinking of just riding
1: with tight ends tiered
0: PPR. But I'm being offered mid-low grade QBs for seconds. So worth it or fuck it?
1: Um, what what are the? Yes, I would say what are the options? Because certain, I think uh, you can get a quarterback. Um, Quarterbacks for replacements and seconds, seconds is typically not an investment. I'm worried about at all. That that's like probably the spot you want to be. But when you say
0: like mid-low grade QBs, are you talking about? You know, are you talking about, like, fucking Derek Carr? Or are you talking about, like, Desmond Ritter? Because there is a difference there. If I'm a high second, I don't know if I'm going for Desmond Ritter. I'm, I'm probably – I would
1: probably prefer not to go for either. Like, I – You, for, you I would know. trade a second for Carr, though. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would say I prefer not to. Not that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I, I think it, it really depends for me which ones. Like, if if it's Carr, sure, there's injury risk. There's the Taysom Hill thing at the goal line. but. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes you might see someone trying to get rid of Josh Dobbs or something. Like, I'm definitely doing that for a second-round pick. Oh, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so as let us
0: know what uh, quarterbacks you're talking about. Like, who who's being offered to you? Appreciate Shakir it. or Pickens? I'm going to go Pickens. Shakir versus the Jets, tough matchup. Pickens is like one play away from always,
1: you know, making something happen. Pickens has been a little shaky since uh, Deontay's back, but it's definitely yeah, over Shakir. Yeah.
0: To answer your guys' question about my question, there's no quarterbacks
1: available on the waiver,
0: and today's the deadline. Also, it's three wide receivers and no flex, just super flex.
1: That's tight, man. That's tight. I could I could go either way here. I I really don't I think the offer makes sense. If you want to stack up that receiver room, I'm okay with it. He said, or should I offer Purdy for Waddle straight up? Just eat Fields' buy with a non quarterback and super flex.
0: What was the other piece that he sent with Waddle? That was uh It was Waddle and Hollywood for Fields. Uh I kinda think I want the two receivers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I,
1: I think I, I think the Fields one is fine.
0: Four point pass touchdown, start one, Justin Fields or Stafford. So you got the Rams again going against the Seahawks. Um should be kind of a shootout. I think they're they're kind of projecting for it. And then you got Fields coming back off the injury against Detroit. It is four point per passing touchdown league. Ah man.
1: That that's gonna make it for me. The four point passing touchdowns is going to be the tiebreaker. That's going to be what makes me take fields. fields yeah. Because Stafford in has been very, like he's been middling this year, but in four point passing touchdown, that's his upside. And
0: especially with that, without Kyron, who was just like soaking up touchdowns, he'd go that way. But yeah, four point passing touchdowns go fields. I'm with him. You. you asked about my wide receivers when looking at dropping Watson or commit. I have Chase Ridley, Deontay, Alave. So Watson is my wide receiver five. Also have heavy running backs. Yeah. So like, those are great running backs. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, so you, you can, again, you could drop either of those. Like, Watson, he, he's never going to get into your lineup over Chase, Deontay, Alave. Uh, I mean, he could, I guess, over Ridley, but it's just both terrible options. I'd, I'd, I'm perfectly fine getting rid of them. Yeah. One QB for my question on fields off IR. Okay, yeah, one quarterback makes that really easy. Yep, simple. As, oh, no. Like, backup QBs. Browning, no, DTR. And, but any interest in, like, a, okay, a mid uh, like the 208 for DTR right now.
1: I would say a second for me is still a little bit rich because I don't think DTR is locked in to start for the rest of the year because they they want to try to act, actually win. So yeah. if he had a bad week, like they might try to do something else next the week. The other
0: thing too is like even if he does play well down the stretch, like then what?
1: The, the reality is he's locked in the rookie contract. I was like, just gonna say the reality is you're also a full – The reason I won't do a second, you're this is a full rental. There is no really path to get DTR to play next year. Yeah, if he was a veteran on a one year contract where like he plays well. Possibility of like Josh
0: Dobbs type of trajectory where he can go sign with another team, cool. But like DTR being a rookie, being a being behind Deshaun, he has virtually zero chance of being valuable to you for two to three years now. Yeah, he he has no path to long
1: term playing time that you can project.
0: But I guess like let's let's talk about this a little bit more though, because okay. let's, let's say you're in a dynasty league, like you lose your QB two, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm competing for a playoff spot right now. That does change the way you gotta think about that, because like, what is a second
1: in the, in the long term of of everything is a, less valuable in that context. Yeah, I mean, if you have, I would put it like this: if you look at your team S and you say, "I think this team can really win," then I'm okay, even overpaying, let's say a second. But the reality then you have to ask yourself is, does adding DTR to this team really give it a chance to win? Yeah, that I think makes it a little tougher for me to answer clearly. Yes, I'm well, not saying you couldn't. Uh, it's it's something i'm okay doing in spots i just this one feels tough because it feels like there's more downside than upside i guess is the reason i'm saying that
0: yes but let's say dtr goes out and plays real well against pittsburgh puts up like a 24 point fantasy performance right like i don't know 180 through the air touchdown but like 60 yards on the ground and touchdown there Mm -hmm. then you're like ah man he'd be a nice little like qb2 to have back there yeah so i actually I, i i think it's definitely risky but it's not like you I, – I wouldn't look at you crazy if you're competing for a playoff spot and you're like, I'm willing to roll the dice
1: here. Uh, it's not something that – I would put it like this. It's not something that if it backfires is going to make or break your dynasty team. Yeah. I just think that the odds of it working out – or downside is more on the downside. But, again, if you want to take the shot on DTR, you could do you could do far worse to your dynasty. Yeah.
0: You I, I also think, like, in this situation in particular, right, like if you're getting offered of Browning and DTR now – If you're hesitant to do it,
1: DTR is a big game.
0: You're not going to be able to get him. You could still go back and offer for Browning and get
1: him if you wanted to. Since we're going to go down this, let me give you – I'm going to try to make it quick, but I'm going to give you what I do in this situation. All right? Strategy thing. You're getting offered these, okay? So what's happening is somebody's seeing your team is void of quarterbacks and they're trying to take advantage of that situation, which makes sense. It's what you should be doing. At least before you take this trade, if you want to do that, explore every other team in your quarterback opportunities. And what can you buy for that second round pick? Or can you buy for a third or can you, if you add a little to that second, could you buy someone you'd much rather have long-term at least explore that before you hit this trade?
0: It's almost like go shoot out, go look at the other teams and be like, all right, I like these seven quarterbacks more than I like DTR Browning. You can shoot out that same second that was offered to you. Let it sit for 24 hours. Maybe someone will pull the trigger and accept it. You could also look at quarterbacks that you like as much shoot out trade offers for a third round instead, let it sit for 24 hours. No one accepts. Then maybe reconsider that offer again.
1: Exactly. What he said, I think is huge that figure out what quarterbacks you'd rather try to purchase and what's the cost difference. And is it palatable? For example, like I think Sam Howell right now is somebody that some teams will trade. You're going to have to pay a lot more in the second. Yeah. But the difference is if he hits, he could have league winning upside. We've already seen, and you might actually get long-term out of that contender purchase right now.
0: Yeah. That, that that's a that's a good point um these are all things to explore with like lower lower end quarterbacks at at this time of the year in particular too because like pretenders versus contenders have been separated at right. this point people are now either looking towards the future or they're looking towards the playoffs and exactly. that's when you could like make deals that are profitable for both sides she okay. also followed back up and said i have kincaid ingram ferguson thomas Taysom to fill that super flex spot so you'll be swapping. I do think like Kincaid or Taysom. The drop off in tight end premium from like a, I mean a Jake. I feel like half the league, half the half the weeks, Kincaid might outscore Jake Browning. Yeah, so definitely. that's that's obviously something else to consider. So it's like if you can get a good player at good value, make the trade, but you're not necessarily desperate.
1: Yeah, I I think obviously you would rather see if you could put Kincaid in a different spot than Superflex. So if you can make a trade, great. Yeah. But if you don't. If you don't feel comfortable with any of them, you don't get a great offer, I, I'm okay holding.
0: Yeah, you could you can 100% um, just sit on that because, you, you, like I said, you're not desperate.
1: To next point, too, as, um you basically have probably a short list of true sellers, which makes your shopping easier.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to rip this last question from Andrew, and then we will head out. How do you feel about Jefferson's outlook coming back? Assuming next week, not this one, I
1: would expect nothing besides Justin Jefferson being Jefferson again, right? I mean, I, I don't think, like, he's not someone you could say, oh, his value was tied to Cousins. He's yeah. so good that I expect Jefferson to be Jefferson. His
0: value is tied to his legs. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, he's just, so. he's just that dude. Yep. All right, we'll get your last one, Andrew, you son of a bitch. Nice job, Andrew. I like what you did. Yeah. <laughs> I would try to move fields and someone for Jefferson, but I'm going to assume it's expensive, and I don't know if it's worth it if he's not going to be the J.J. I, I've got no, like, hesitation about – Jefferson being the Jefferson that we know coming back. It wasn't like he rushed into four weeks of injury. They waited, right? Like they, especially if he misses this week too, they gave him ample time to return. So I got no issues. And it's not like we've seen this offense implode by any stretch of the imagination. So like I'm, I'm J J Jeff is J Jeff for me.
1: Yeah. J Jetta's man is, uh, I, I wouldn't worry about how he's going to play. It's just the expensive part is the reality. That's it. Yep.
0: So if you want to go get your man's, go get your man's.
1: Get all right, y'all, uh, that will wrap up
0: Q and Assault for this week. Again, if uh, you want to become a Big Dog member, if you want to be in the chat, you want these answers straight to the dome, bdge.co. Make sure you are following and subscribe to my man, Adam. I will link all his social media right down below. It is one click to support him for the rest of your lives. Adam. Yes, thank sir. You, thank you hey. for pulling up.
1: Appreciate hey, you. Appreciate y'all, man. Bang. Good shit, boy.